0: I'm Dr. Orion Teraban and this is PsychAx, Better Living Through Psychology. And today we'll be doing another sponsored episode. So these formats are a bit different. I'm going to read the email that I received from the sponsor and then sort of riff on the themes contained therein. So let's get right to it. So this one is coming from RP Mentor Tokyo. And his question is a good question. Uh, Where have all the good men gone? Uh, You hear this as a complaint among women when they're looking for sexual partners, uh, specifically somebody to have children with. Uh, I think we've all heard this at one point in our lives. And uh, in providing relevant context, he included this quote from social psychologist Roy Baumeister who wrote, For women throughout history and prehistory, the odds of reproducing have been pretty good. Later in this talk, we will ponder things like why was it so rare for a 100 women to get together and build a ship and sail off to explore unknown regions, whereas men have fairly regularly done such things. But taking chances like that would be stupid from the perspective of a biological organism seeking to reproduce. They might drown or be killed by savages or catch a disease for women. The optimal thing to do is to go along with the crowd. Be nice. Play it safe. The odds are good that men will come along and offer sex and you'll be able to have babies. All that matters is choosing the best offer. We're descended from women who played it safe. So there's a number of themes in here that I've touched on in previous episodes. Um, For example, All that matters is choosing the best offer. That fits very well with my episode, Women Treat Men the Way Men Treat Jobs, which is a way for men to kind of acclimate emotionally to the idea of female hypergamy without taking it personally. Um, It sounds like this quote, I think what the sponsor is getting at is potentially some of the more virtuous and masculine traits that we associate with men the, the daring do the courage the adventuresomeness the the boldness the strength on some level they get weeded out of the gene pool because those men are more likely to go off and get themselves killed by having an adventure uh, whereas maybe some of the meeker more feminine men stay at home and they're the ones who actually end up reproducing with the women and so, over time, a lot of our uh, strongest masculine traits sort of get evolutionary, they get select naturally selected out of the gene pool. And I, I think that there's probably some some truth to that. Um, women have more children than men do throughout history for precisely that reason. It's much more likely for a woman to reproduce than a man, for instance. But the other side of that coin is that if a man goes off on an adventure and he comes back, with treasure and loot and fame he just hit the jackpot and there's a very good chance that he is going to be a very successful uh reproducer from an evolutionary standpoint Um, we might not think of him as very virtuous or kind but i think it's true that genghis khan is the direct descendant of one out of 200 men on the planet today so he was one of history's greatest evolutionary success stories from the standpoint of actually reproducing his genetic material. And so that's, that's kind of why I think Baumeister's perspective sort of gets balanced is that, yeah, a lot of this gets weeded out, but if you actually are the adventuresome guy and you come and you come back, you can make a huge impact on the female population and your genes can redound throughout history. So it might end up being like six of one, half a dozen of the other, though of course there are fewer big winners if you're a man, which means that there's probably less genetic variability with respect to this kind of thing. So it's an interesting point. For me, the question of where all the good men have gone has less to do with genes and has less to do with natural selection or evolutionary pressures. And it has much, much more to do with culture. It has much, much more to do with learning. And I think it's fairly fair to say that a lot of what we consider to be traditional, healthy masculinity is under attack in the West. I don't think that will come as much of a surprise to many of the people listening to this channel. Um, and it's important to understand that a culture can go extinct in three generations, grandparent to parent, parent to son or child. If that culture is not transmitted across those three generations, the fourth one, its it's gone. It's, it's almost irreplaceable at that point. So what we have to understand is that it's not that so much that good men have Gone like they've left, as it is that fewer good men are being created with each subsequent generation because it's under masculinity is under attack from a great deal of um, social and institutional pressures in the West, in particular. So, I, I think that, and, and this is especially important for the women out there to listen to and to pay attention to because the same woman. Who might be complaining about boys' rough and tumble play or um, potentially the patriarchy, they might also be wondering where all the good men have gone. And the way that women raise their children will end up being the fathers and husbands of the next generation. And on some level, it behooves women to raise boys in a way not so that they're obedient and compliant children. But so that they can become they can grow up to be the men that they themselves would desire in a husband and a father that's sort of a, a woman's a, a mother's greatest success in raising boys is not to make nice boys but to raise good men and this requires the adult mothers to examine some of their beliefs about men and women and power and masculinity and femininity. And these can be very fraught ideas and concepts in today's day and age. They don't have to be, but they are. So it's really important to be very cautious and calm and sober-minded as we examine uh, these these concepts because when they are not when they're allowed to operate behind the scenes they can exert an enormous unconscious impact on the things that we do don't do what we say and don't say and who we allow ourselves to be and who we choose to become so that's kind of what I have for you today RP mentor Tokyo I hope that suffices um, it's definitely more to talk about on this subject and I hope we can do so in future episodes. So thank you for your support. And if you're listening and you yourself would like to sponsor an episode, there is a link on how to do so in the pinned comment below. Uh, If you got this far, you might as well like this video and subscribe to this channel and consider it sending this episode to someone who you feel might benefit from its message. Um, As always, thank you for for listening. Bye-bye.